What is up, everybody? It's Friday. You know what that means. It's another edition of Curveballs and Chair Shots. We're back. My name is Brandon Tiguma, still sitting electronically more than six away from me. It's my lovely steam co-host, Dominic Hobson. Dominic, uh, I would say, how are you doing today? But you just got rocked with some breaking news, not sports or wrestling related, but music related. If people don't know, Dominic, world-class drummer. One of his hidden talents that he doesn't really showcase that often, but a, a famous drummer of the Foo Fighters just passed away. Dominic, uh, how are you doing today? As you just smacked the microphone, Jesus. Christ. It did smack the microphone. Um, I mean, I'm fine. I just, I'm kind of speechless right now. I did not even realize that. Uh, I'm trying. I'm like trying to read to see if there's like an actual like cause of death. Was it just the, you know, was it like a Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Well, like I know, I knew like he he was an addict, but like you know, he kind of you know right here he suffered a heroin overdose in 2001, was a coma for two weeks, and 12 years when he's pregnant. Oh my god, damn! Just hate to fucking see it. One of the greatest drummers of our generation gone. T's and P's, T's and P's. Damn. But Dominic, the original open to the podcast, well, I was going to ask you a question. You are a uh, a popular figure in the podcasting world, um, a podcast that we, that we will not talk about. We will not name because they don't deserve our breath. Uh, pretty much made Dominic the center of attention throughout their entire podcast. And Dominic wasn't even on their podcast. So, Dominic, some things were said. Maybe some feelings were hurt. Um, would you like to uh, retract? Would you like to defend yourself and go after those hideous comments that have been made I'm, I'm, on other uh, podcasts. I am uh, not going to stoop to their level. I, uh, you know, basically we have, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm in talks with, uh, with an attorney right now. And uh, we are uh, getting some papers filed in these uh, courts, one would say, and uh, some big things seem to be coming their way pretty soon. So, you know, just uh that's all i can really talk about it right now yes here at curveballs and share shots we do not condone the words that were said on a certain podcast last week so there may Which, by the way you know because we are no longer work have a working relationship that means you have can no longer do points and doinks Oof. but technically points and doinks is under the curveballs and share shots umbrella mm. i mean we're gonna have to work it out in legal we let, it's still a long ways away until the regular season for the NFL kicks off. But I guess that would mean no collaborations, no maybe free agency fantasy football talk, no I mean, I mean, MLB when, uh, when, season when prediction get, collab. When I, when I get with the attorneys, we'll, we'll, we'll jot it down, cross some T's, dot some I's, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. But as of right now, there's no mentioning. And, uh, you know, uh, just, uh, just take it day by day. One might say you live your mo- your life a quarter mile at a time. You you want to be put on that list too, Brandon? I mean, that was just too easy. That one was come on. That was that was a layup. But anyways, yes, we're back. Uh, we got a lot of football, a lot of baseball news. Not as crazy as it was last week. But Dominic, um, you know, any thoughts? Any how how are you doing outside of of all that other stuff? How was work? How was life? Uh, you know, we're creeping up. WrestleMania is a week away, but also uh, baptisms a week away. Not your baptism. See, you, your uh, your God daughter. daughters. God, I, I want to I was going to say sister, but then I was going to. Yeah, 
I was going to say like niece. No, it's a goddaughter. Well, I mean, well, technically, she's my niece, but but I was going to say god, but it's not god niece. It's goddaughter. A big yes. big event in your life coming up next week, Dominic. Big event coming up in my life, and you're going to be there to witness it all, right? And I will, and I will be there. You know, I was invited to the baptism itself. I was never invited to any after party, any things that happened either before or after the ceremony. So my understanding is I show up, I see the beautiful ceremony of the baptism, uh, and then I go home, right? To watch WrestleMania? <laughs> you know. Well, what's the, uh, what's the plan for next Saturday? I'm pretty sure the party is after... Um, and it'll be some food, some beers, and, uh, you know, you can uh, stay till we leave. Okay. Because okay. we're all taking one car. Or I, or I call an Uber. My mommy picks me up. But or, then if that were to happen, mm-hmm. then I would be on someone's shit list. Exactly. And that list already maybe contains one person. So I can't. And I've been on there a few times, but I've been on a good streak lately. I don't really want to put it back on that list. Exactly. You, no one likes being on the list. Exactly. No one wants to be on the list, either Chris Jericho's list or any other lists that may or may not just stay off the list listed. But I gave you the option last week, Dominic, give it to you once again. Would you like baseball or football this week? Just kick us off. We'll go baseball. I'm going to start baseball. And once again, in typical curveballs and share shots fashion, we had the big breaking news right after we stopped recording Carlos Correa. The big fish still out there in free agency signs with the Minnesota Twins. Um, He signs only, I think, like a three-year deal. So not the mega big massive contract that some people might have thought. But we kind of talked about it last week when we talked about the the Twins uh, making a trade to get Kiner Falefa, then trade him away to the Yankees. We kind of were wondering what this move was. It kind of all makes sense now, able to clear some cap space, get the hole at shortstop. Filled with Correa, so now the Twins move right on in there as a solid playoff contender. I still wouldn't put them on the same level as the White Sox, but this is a big upgrade for them, big move for them, and also a downgrade for the Astros, who he just left. I mean, so who's left on that Astros team that is a part of the whole scandal? Do you know? Um, Well. Altuve is kind of the only one really there because Brigman, yes, he's the big name, but he was only like a rookie when all that shit took down. So technically he shouldn't get any flack, even though he does. So it was really like Springer, Correa, Altuve. And for the most part, you know, all those other guys have left. So really Altuve is the only person he, I mean, we've been through this before. He says no, some evidence says no, but also some evidence says yes. So at this point, Really, the little man at second base is the only one that's a part of that team. The only guilty party. But anyway, speaking of Korea, going to the Twins, I mean, I think it's, I mean, it's a little shocking going to the Twins and all. I think, uh, I mean, I know money's money, but maybe take a little less, go to a winning ball club. But, you know, Twins have been kind of, you know, there, not really past couple seasons. But uh, adding him, I don't really think it's going to do much for him. But, you know, it's also Carlos Carrera, so he should be fine. Yeah, I like the move. I really need to kind of go over their entire staff and kind of especially the pitching to see what they look like. But uh, that AL Central is pretty weak. I mean, you know, you got the White Sox on top, but then you got the Tigers, the Royals, 
and then the twins just kind of all muddled there together and the guardians. So, you know, guardians, Royals, tigers. I mean, I do like the tigers, you know, Dominic maybe was a year off on his world series prediction. I think the tigers do have a good young talent. They are still probably a year or two away kind of in the same boat as what the blue Jays were a couple years ago. So I, I really do see this kind of as an opening for the twins to kind of sneak in and maybe not exactly win the division, but they can be like the white Sox and take advantage of kind of the weak division. They have stockpile some wins and possibly get into the playoffs with the expanded uh, playoff format. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. I mean, with, I mean, I already know it's going to be a few more seasons until, you know, everybody makes the playoffs, just like everybody gets a trophy, but you know, that that's, that that's different day, different story, but you know, I can see the twins winning it. Win the whole thing. No, just no? The division. Okay. okay. Uh, but the other big shortstop name, we actually kind of talked about this. Maybe someone predicted this uh, Trevor story does sign with the Boston Red Sox. Um, as we talked about, that infield is loaded. They got Rafael Devers and Xander Bogart on the left side, but it looks as though Story will be playing second base. Uh, Bogart's deal is coming up soon, I believe. So who knows what that means? Possibly this means Story will be the guy to play shortstop in the future. Maybe he plays third while Devers DHs. I don't know what exactly the next couple of years look like for the, the Red Sox, but this AL East is looking absolutely stacked with, you know, the, Red Sox getting some upgrades. Obviously, the Blue Jays right there. The Yankees are always kind of there on paper. Uh, so, Dominic, we kind of talked about this last week already, but what do you see with Story signing with the Red Sox? I mean, I don't know if – I mean, I was hearing reports that wherever he signed, he wanted to play short. So, I don't see why going to the Red Sox and want and willing to play second, you know, I know there's a few teams that he could have – signed with that if he was dead set playing shortstop but i mean whatever help, helps the red Sox out red Sox are always a team that has the ability to to turn it up and make a playoff run and everything like that so you know do i think it really or do i think they're you know gonna win the division i really don't think so but i think they'll make the playoffs for sure i mean i they were in the playoffs last year I forgot to talk about the Rays. Obviously, the Rays are a really good team, and they've kind of upgraded as well. So um, I think the, the Red Sox will be right there. Chris Sale not going to start the season right now, but I, I think this is just a, a massive upgrade for them, especially at second base. I love Story. I think he's a fantastic hitter. Uh, we'll see what it looks like defensively at second. I mean, we saw Simeon sign with uh, you know the Rangers and the Blue Jays moving from short to second. It can be done. It doesn't affect his hitting i don't think it's going to affect stories hitting i think it's going to be really good uh we still got a couple weeks until we you know officially get to lock in those predictions but um i really do like the red Sox. i I, wasn't i like kind of touting them last year they're going to be pretty good so i gotta gotta stick on that bandwagon i do think the red Sox will be right there i mean we talked about the twins i think i would put the red Sox above the twins obviously but they're in a different division they're in a harder division so maybe you know they beat each other up and when all is said and done, maybe the Twins get 89, 90 wins, 93 wins because they're in a shitty division while the Red Sox are kind of flailing at like 90, 89. Who knows? But who knows? But time will tell. Time will tell. Uh, moving over to the National League World Series MVP Jorge Soler signs with the Miami 
uh, not the Dolphins. We'll talk about them a little bit later. The Miami Marlins, a good solid pickup, uh, outfielder, possible DH. Uh, the Dol- uh, the Dolphins, the Marlins are kind of in this weird flux of they have like some really good young pitching. They you know made the playoffs in the Mickey Mouse year in 2020, but I don't really see them being too much of a factor this season. But I do like Solaire as a player though. It's kind of weird that you cut off. I just like Solaire as a player. Though. Though. So that's when you jump in and you say something about Solaire as a player. Oh, oh. I mean, I, I think he's definitely going to thrive in, in Florida. Um, I, I don't think the Marlins are going to do anything still. I don't think he's going to be the, the player that, you know, brings them, you know, up three fucking spots. But, I mean, definitely – gonna do well i i see him being trade bait though in the future maybe i mean derek jeter's not there anymore so maybe uh kim ing will actually hold on to the good talent that the the Mar- marlins have if i can ever get their names right so i'm just gonna call them miami if miami can ever get their shit together then uh, possibly i mean i really do like the pitching staff i think the pitching staff's really good but uh, the lineup will be a little bit um of an issue but We'll see what happens as the times go on. Uh, going back into the AL East, this happened with Matt Olson, gets traded to the Braves, then signs a contract. Happened kind of with Matt Chapman. Chapman gets traded to the Blue Jays, and then a couple days, almost a week later, he signs a two-year, $25 million extension with the uh, Blue Jays. So obviously, you know, not massive mega deal, but... Uh, who knows? So I haven't really looked into what the A's, if the A's really offered him that type of money. But uh, yeah, just once again, trade your two top players. And then right after they get traded, they sign a, a decent little contract. Obviously, the Olsen one is long term more money. But Chapman getting a little bit of money for the uh, right now. How, how upset are you? Just honestly, tell me how upset are you? I mean, I'm not that upset, you know, I'm much more of the optimist compared to maybe some other A's fans you talk to, but uh, this one does hurt. I wasn't the biggest Matt Chapman fan, but I mean, two for 25, that's not exactly like that much, but I mean, the A's are obviously just kind of selling off all assets. They're getting rid of people. So if you're going to sign, if you're going to get rid of people, you're not going to, you know, sign Chapman for two years, 25 million. So, I mean, it makes sense. From the A's perspective, I always try to look at the A's and see why they're doing it. I get it. But after 27, about to be 28 years on this earth, never seen A's World Series. Um, it's getting harder and harder to continue to defend the moves they keep making. I mean, hell, I've been here 28 years, 27 years. I've only seen them be in the ALCS once. And they won Damn. zero games because I think they got swept. Damn, I... uh yeah, you know, I know I'm I'm new to all this, so I'm I'm trying to not be. It's know. gonna be all worth it in like three to four years when everyone kind of gets called up and it all works. Um, no, you know, right now not. the the, the, the A's traded. It, well, there's like the prime like three years. Like there was 2012 to 2014, and then they trade off everyone. Then you get old. You get the mats. And then you got like what it was like 2018 to 2021, 2017, 2021. So 
you know, this is kind of just the cycle it goes in because we had Moneyball, then that kind of carried over into like 2008, which was not exactly the same core, but you know, some of the same players. And then you waited for like three, four years. And then that got into 2012, a couple years of good, a couple years of bad. And then now we're in this current cycle. You'll get used to it, Dominic. I mean, I know I will, but I mean, like, it's good. It's hard because it's like, I was a Giants fan for, for, you know, most of my life and, you know, getting all those World Series wins and, you know, like being able to be excited. It's just kind of, you know, odd. Hmm. You can always just switch back. You can always go back to being a Giants fan, Dominic. No, I'm not. I, I pledge allegiance to the A's. To the flag. Of the Oakland Athletics America. Yes. Got an email today or yesterday that they're selling those flex ticks again. Uh, but it's a shitty ticket. It's in the second level. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll pass. Yeah, that's what we were just talking about that today at work. We're like, did you get the A's email? He's like, yeah, I was looking at it. And we're like, eh, not that good of seats. It was like 10 tickets for 100 bucks, which doesn't sound bad on paper. But as the season goes on and they're like, you know, 20 games under 500 and there's like 3,000 people at a game, I'm pretty sure we can go on StubHub or something and get pretty good seats for like 20 bucks. Eh, probably even cheaper, depending on how bad the season is. Probably, probably, or who knows, maybe they pull out of their ass and they contend and sneak their way in to the playoffs. Probably not, but I got a question real quick before we move on, keeping on the A's real quick. Do you think if they had a run like the Giants did back in starting at 2010, you know, those like that five-year run, whatever, do you think A's games would actually sell out more? Or do you think they'd still be the same A's fans where it's like, uh, only 2000 people show up? Well, I mean, we've seen it when the A's are really good. They'll the fans will show up to the playoff games, like the very, very important games. Like they'll show up to the Yankee games, the Giants games, the end of season games, like against the Rangers, that last thing. But I mean, yeah, no matter how good the team is, like, as I said, you know, especially from like 2012 to 14, when they had like the really quote unquote dominant run during the regular season they still weren't exactly selling tickets hand over fist. They're still probably averaging whatever, 10, 12,000 people a year or a game. So, uh, and you know, they keep saying, Oh, you get a do you get a new arena, new stadium. That's going to make everything better, better atmosphere, better, all these other things. Uh, shout out to someone who won't be named who won Miami. Shout out, shout out, you know, shout out big cat for winning this game of the year. After losing yesterday, which is the one I bet on. Of course, I don't bet on this one. And then he was, we're not going to talk about that. But going back to the A's, I, I still am skeptical on exactly what a new stadium does to the attendance for the A's. But then also it's like, if the A's get a new stadium, does that mean they start spending more because they have a reason to attract people into a new stadium? It's like, you know, chicken and egg type thing. It's I'm hoping that they start spending more because of the new stadium first got to get the stadium. And even if they get the stadium, that's not a guarantee that they're going to, you know, do that. So who knows? Okay. Thank you. Appreciate the answer. Eh, mm, I try. Speaking of the A's, we're going to continue on. We put out a graphic. Well, we didn't put out a graphic. If you follow us on Instagram, curveballs and CS, uh, follows basically for the story and we don't really create our own content. We just repost everything, but shout out BR walk off the bleach report, baseball site or page. They put out a graphic of the top five teams who have spent the most money during free agency 
which obviously was like the Rangers, you know, the Red Sox and all these other different big market teams that have made some splashy moves. Then you go over to the five teams who have spent the least amount of money in the offseason. Shout out Mr. X and his Reds. I believe they were third with a couple hundred thousand. But Dominic, who was number one on that list? That would be the Oakland Athletics oh, with a grand total of zero, count them, zero dollars spent during the free agency. Dominic, me and you combined have spent have spent the same amount of money on free agents this year as the Oakland Athletics. How'd that make you feel? Great. Well, that was until the A's was like, you know what, we haven't. They saw that graphic on Instagram and they were like, you know, we haven't spent spent any money for free agents you know it would be really great if we go back in time and pretend like it's 2013 and we sign steven vote and jed lowry Oof. to one-year deals yeah baby who i mean fuck matt chapman We're matt olson chris bassett i mean frankie montas and shamanaya seem to be on the on the uh, chopping block as well but God damn it. We got Steven Vogt as our backup catcher when, or maybe our starting catcher when Sean Murphy gets traded. And then we got Jed Lowry to hold it down at second base or DH or whatever his old ass can do. So what you're saying is we're going to the world series. Exactly. I mean, it's an absolute lock. I thought, you know, I thought me and you and studio saw Steven Vogt's last game as an Oakland athletic. He like played left field, I think for like an ending, which was fucking crazy, but nope. Steven Vogt, back in the green and gold. We can do the We Believe gimmick, which would be like the only reason to go to the game because you're just there for shits and giggles and get drunk and say some stupid shit. And then Jed Lowry. I'm not going to shit on Jed Lowry as much. I do think he had a decent season last year, and you know he he does well. He's he's decent, especially at his age. He's not that bad. Steven Vogt, on the other hand, this was definitely just more of a, hey, bring you back in. The fans love you. It's going to be a shitty year, so... Basically, come on back. They don't want the fan base to shit on them. Basically, yeah, that's that's gonna happen regardless. So, Stephen Vote, I see what they're doing. Jed Lowry, a, a decent actual on the field baseball move, but still, it is kind of laughable that the only two moves they've made all year in terms of acquiring signing free agents is two players from almost ten years ago. That well, they were I think they were on the roster ten years ago. I mean, are they like, I, I know it's pending physical for vote, but I mean, like, do we really need him? I mean, wouldn't it be better just to call up a fucking like minor leaguer? Well, if Sean Murphy, Sean Murphy should be the everyday catcher. He will be the everyday catcher. So, you know, have Steven vote there, you know, have him teach the ropes, have him help him out. Wisdom. Yeah, I mean, I think like when you want a backup catcher, I think it's always better, especially if it's a young guy. You probably want a veteran to be the backup just to help teach, you know, and the veteran will go out there every fourth or fifth day, you know, catch a game on the back to backs day night game, something like that. So uh, I, you know, as I said, I kind of get why they did it. Uh, but I mean, if you look at his stats kind of after he le- I mean, even those last year with the A's, he goes over, he went with the Giants. Uh, he was with the Diamondbacks, I believe. And I. Uh, I don't have his stats in front of me, but I don't think it was that great. Mm. Well, welcome back to the Oakland Athletics, baby. Oh, yeah. I can dust off my Stephen Vote throwback giveaway jersey, and I can actually wear a jersey of someone who's on the team, baby. Let's go. Me too. Let's go. 
All right, that's it uh, for the baseballs. Let's move on over to the footballs, where not a a crazy, you know, all-timer like it was last week, but still some big, big moves did happen. We get Tyreek Hill, the cheetah, getting traded from the Kansas City Chiefs across the country to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, It kind of came out that it was between the Jets and the Dolphins. Tyreek kind of laughed at that, so I don't know exactly where that came from, but... Uh, Tyreek going to the Dolphins in exchange for a boatload of money. I actually had it on my Instagram, ready to pull it up so I can have it all ready to go. And then, of course, I done fucked it up. But he got a the Dolphins traded their first round pick, which I forget exactly which one that is because they just have so many of them. But uh, they traded. Oh, here, here we go. OK, so the Chiefs. Acquire a first round pick for 2022, a 2022 second, 22 fourth, and then a 23 fourth and a sixth. And all the Dolphins get in return is Tyreek Hill. So the Chiefs get all these draft picks, but they give up arguably one of the top receivers in the league now to pair with Tua, Jalen Waddle, and Tyreek Hill in Miami Dominic. Blockbuster trade. I mean, Miami. Gonna win nine games this season. Woof. Yeah, I don't know exactly what to make of the trade. I mean, Miami was just so hot and cold last year. They went on like whatever, the seven-game losing streak, and then they won like a seven-game winning streak. So I don't know exactly what to make of what they're going to be in I terms mean, of... I it, mean, it depends on Tua, if you think about it. I feel like Tyreek Hill is, a good, is one of the top receivers, and it doesn't matter who's throwing it, you know, you give it in the general area, he'll catch it. But I think Tua is going to be the issue if if he can't, you know, figure shit out and get the ball to him. Yeah, that Tua definitely is the big question mark. And I still am not either sold one way or another on Tua. He's had issues staying healthy. They did sign Teddy Bridgewater as the backup. Now, that, that doesn't really mean anything because I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is going to take to his job anytime soon, but this is definitely kind of a make it or break it team year for Tua. I don't know exactly how much time he has left. I think he has at least one more year left on his contract, but I mean, if you can't get it done, at least on your end with Jalen Waddle, you know, Tyree kill Mike Kosicki, and like they signed a shit ton of running backs. There's like four different running backs that are pretty good for Miami. And if they can't get it done offensively, then I think it is time to kind of look past Tua. But uh, I'm not sold on him yet, one or another, Dominic. Uh, what do you see? I mean, are you kind of more positive, negative? I haven't really seen too much to have a verdict yet. I mean, I haven't really watched Tua play all that much. Um, I, I've I've heard good, I've, I've heard bad. So I mean, I'm I'm really going to be looking forward to seeing spring training, uh, the preseason, whatever you want to call it and seeing really what, how they connect on the field. And I mean, Tyreek Hill is, like I said, is one of the best right wide receivers. If, if him and Tua connect, I mean, it could, it could work out in the long run for him. Yeah. I mean, he signs an extension now making him the highest paid receiver in the league, topping Devonta Adams deal that he got from the Raiders. So I like it. I mean, I like the move who knows, you know, signing kind of an older wide receiver to a long-term team, very similar to uh, Devonta Adams, but Tyreek Hill relies heavily on that speed. He's a little undersized, but he's so fast. He kind of makes up for it. So I don't know. I would, I mean, I, I know we're the homers here, 
but I think Devontae Adams long term, his skill set will be will last longer than what you know Tyreek Hill's skill set will be in the next four to five years if he lasts that long. And you know, he he did have he has had like a uh, an issue, you know, uh, I'm trying to say how to, you know, a person, not a personality, an attitude issue, you know, kind of before the Chiefs, before, you know, all those different things and, you know, bringing into a winning culture, winning cures all. But you go to Miami, a lot of distractions in Miami compared to Kansas City. You start losing a little bit. Who knows? I'm not going to sit here and, you know, say Tyreek Hill is going to pull off what he did a few years ago and all the other shit. But, you know, I think people kind of forget that Tyreek Hill was not a loved person. A few years ago. What? What are you talking about? I'm talking about the child. Was it was he like beating a child or something? Or is that a fee? It's either he was beating a female or he was beating a child. It was one of those two I things. I think he's beating a female. Isn't Adrian Peterson the one that beat his kid? It is. But I was thinking it was similar to Adrian Peterson. I don't know. You know he was beating somebody. People don't beat people. You beating yourself still? Uh, maybe. Okay. As to you. Anyways, uh, some random rumor mail that just kind of threw out there that I don't think we're going to spend too much time on, but uh, something that was floating around on the internet is possibly Tom Brady could be traded to the Miami Dolphins, putting them back in the AFC East. Um, I don't really see that happening, but it was just something crazy that kind of came across. It hasn't really gained too much traction and, you know, obviously we haven't had the move happen yet, but when Brady was coming back or rumored to come back, people were saying he was going to go to the 49ers. Now the Dolphins are kind of in here. Dominic, do you see Brady like moving anywhere or do you think he just kind of stays with the uh, Bucks, who still are pretty much intact from the Super Bowl run? I mean, it's Tom Brady. He'll go where he wants to go. If he goes somewhere he doesn't want to, he'll retire. Again, um, he'll probably stay with the Bucks, and you know, unless he wants to, I feel like Tom, if he's gonna, if he's gonna go anywhere, I'm pretty sure he's gonna want to go one season with the Niners. I think. I mean, why not? So. Yeah, why not? Bay Area kid grew up idolizing Montana, play for the Niners. Why the fuck not? Uh, but going back to the Tyreek Hill trade, we're going to focus on the Kansas City Chiefs because uh, apparently to fill the void of Tyreek Hill, which is very hard to do, they sign uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, former Green Bay Packer wide receiver. Um, so looking at the Tyreek Hill trade from the Kansas City Chiefs side of things, Dominic, how do you think this affects them going forward now? I mean, MVS wasn't, I mean, when, you have, when you're playing with Devontae Adams, you're not going to be getting every single look. MBS, I think, also was dealing some injuries last season. So um, I think him and Mahomes probably have some success. But when you have a tight end like Kelsey, you know, at every, you're going to have a lot of openings. I think it's a decent pickup for what, you know, what they gave up is, you know, he's not going to replace Tyreek Hill, but I think it's a decent pickup. Um and, and, and honestly, hurts Green Bay more than anyone. Yeah, I mean, we're at the wait and see what the Chiefs do in the draft because I think there is a decent amount of wide receivers and they're probably going to pick one up. But I mean, it's so hard to take what Tyreek Hill does and duplicate that. So, I mean, we're just seeing kind of the ripple effects 
of Patrick Mahomes and his massive contract. They kind of put it off, kind of backloaded it. So they were able to keep, you know, some of these guys, a lot of these guys for, you know, these last couple of years, but now Tyreek Hill wants his money. Kelsey, I think has already kind of got his money. So he's probably going to stay, but I mean, you know, honey badgers left and we're seeing some of these things. And I mean, I said last week, possibly, and this was before Tyreek Hill got traded that I was a little weary of what the chiefs would look like, especially with this new look AFC West. Now you take Tyreek Hill out of the equation. Uh, I, I'm not going to sit here and say the chiefs are just going to be dog shit and, you know, miss the playoffs and only win like four games. But I mean, I would not be shocked if they say take a significant step back in 2022, Dominic. I mean, I don't think they'll take that big of a step back. I mean, you still got Kelsey and Mahomes, so um Yeah, but you don't have Tyreek Hill running a 60 yard, you know, streak to take like four people with him to keep Kelsey open over the middle. Yeah, but I mean, but now you're gonna be having people focus on Kelsey and you have MBS and Juju on the side. So I mean, you know, somebody's gonna be open. Hopefully. Hopefully. But uh, yeah, going back to the Green Bay Packers side of things with MVS signing, who the hell is Aaron Rodgers going to throw the pat uh, throw a pass to? Uh, MVS left. They traded away Devonte Adams, and apparently Aaron Rodgers knew this was probably going to happen. Uh, there's some wide receivers that could be traded away. Possibly the Seattle Seahawks guys, uh, Lockett and Metcalf, seem to be possibly on the cho- uh, chopping block for either Kansas City or the uh, Green Bay Packers. So. Did Aaron Rodgers just sign this massive contract to get a massive contract, or is he actually, you know, trying to win Super Bowls? I mean, let's face it. Aaron Rodgers is going to make his money. All, all he really has to do is be like, oh, my foot hurts. I can't play today, you know, and make his money. So, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't really know what to do. I mean, you saw what happened, what, last season or the season before when he was doing his whole little temper tantrum. So, I mean, it, it'll be weird to see what happens come day one and if he's going to play or not. I don't think – I think he'll play, but, I mean, don't expect big things. Yeah, yeah, I think he's going to play too, but my thing is, like, you sign this massive contract. You know, I watched every interview he did with Pat McAfee, and, you know, he talks about winning and all these other different things, and then – you sign the contract, you know, everything surrounding the cap and with the Green Bay Packers and Devonta Adams, you kind of, apparently he knew he was leaving. So you leave Adams leaves MVS leaves. Um, who, like, what do you do? Like he can't do everything. He's not Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson where they can run all over the place and do all these different things. I kind of wonder like, why didn't he go to, the Broncos or the Colts or some other team who was kind of like in a better position, unless he was just, I don't hate him. You know, I say, get your money, boo boo. And if he wanted to get his money, be the highest paid quarterback, you know, you do thing a rod, but you know, later in life, you know, at the back end of his career, I would have thought he would have made enough money. He would be chasing rings at this point, but I guess not. I guess not as well, even though, he has one. That's good enough. Oh, yeah. Even though he won it early in his career and people are like, oh, you know, he's going to win so many more. He's going to be the GOAT. He's going to be fantastic. And then he uh, never got back to the Super Bowl, let alone win one. Damn. Fucking yeah. How many Super Bowl rings do you have? How many MVPs no. do you have? How many million dollars do you have? How many, you know, 
MVPs do you have? None. So as many as up. as many as you, Dominic. Hey, I'm MVP every day, baby. You do real MVP. You and Kevin Durant's mom are the real MVP. Sure. E. Possibly a receiver Packers could have gotten via trade was Robert Woods, but he gets dealt to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, they cut Julio Jones, so now he's a free agent. Robert Woods goes to Tennessee, coming off the ACL knee injury. Uh, I like the move for Tennessee. I think Robert Woods, even injury or not, is better than Julio Jones right now. I like the move. Um, you know, we're just going to have to wait and see how he comes back uh, after the injury. But Tennessee is obviously heavily reliant on Derrick Henry and that run game. So, And you have uh, A.J. Brown, so Woods doesn't have to be the number one guy there. But um, Tennessee, you know, I think getting rid of Julio and adding Woods is an upgrade. I see. I don't know. I, I think Julio, if I, if I remember correctly, he was he's suffering some injuries last season, I think. And I mean, given a full season probably would work out for them. But then again, I feel like he's very volatile and Woods is, you know, kind of all around more consistent. So I'm not going to say it's a total upgrade, but I mean, it's a good move still. I think I think it's a one for one is fine. Um, now the question is, where does Jones go? I don't know. Green Bay. We keep harping on he got no I mean, wide receivers. I mean, I think it would be a good a good start. Yeah, you know, sign him, sign him for a small contract if he's not going to really have them. If no one really wants him, possibly trade, get DJ DK Metcalf, who's kind of on a cheaper rookie deal. I mean, did he sign an extension? I don't know. Who knows? We're... Matt Stafford signs an extension. Good for him. Get your money, boo-boo. When are you going to sign me to my extension? Um, well, we first have to sign you to a contract first. First, we're going to get paid for this. Oh, I thought, aren't you getting paid? I thought you were getting paid. I am. Oh. But I'm the one who, like, records it, edits it, posts it. I've been mailing you checks. Have they not been going through? Hmm. At the uh, I don't. I mean, usually I'm I'm the one who gets the mail. You should you I... should talk to your mailman because I've been sending them every week. Oh, every week. Yeah. Okay. We're rich. You didn't oh, know that. Okay. I begin. I'd be missing four checks for this past couple months, couple years, couple years. Yeah. Yikes. That's a. I'll uh, uh, I'll I'll dig. I'll do a little investigation. All right. Check with the accountant. All right, talk to the uh, the post office, see what's going down over there. But uh, the other big trade that went down, I'm not going to say I called this NBD, you know, no big deal. But Matt, the other Matt, Matt Ryan gets traded to the Indianapolis Colts. So the Colts kind of looking around, got their hand stuck, holding their dicks, didn't really get any of the big time quarterbacks, but. They got the next best option in Matt Ryan, former NFL MVP. Should have been Super Bowl champion, but, you know, 20 to 3. What can you do? Uh, But I call it the other day. I would rather have Matt Ryan than Baker Mayfield, and I guess Indianapolis thought the same. So they go get him. Um, Dominic, thoughts on the move? See, I'm totally the opposite. I'd rather have Baker Mayfield over Matt Ryan. I feel like Matt Ryan is... You know, he had that good one season. Now, I'm not trying to say he's not good. I'm just saying, 
you know, I think Baker Mayfield has more upside, you know, give him a little more time, hone his craft. You know, he was injured last season, got the surgery. He's, he's hundred percent now, you know, uh, I, I think I'm not trying to say Matt Ryan's not a good addition to the Colts, but I think Baker would have been a little bit better. I just see Matt Ryan kind of being in the same boat as Matt Stafford. Now I don't have their numbers in front of me, but you know, Matt Ryan had the one MVP season, but consistently, especially with Julio Jones, he was, you know, racking up those yardages, you know, throwing it all over the place, even though the Falcons weren't very good. So I kind of see him like, you know, put him in a good environment, put him on a good team. And who knows, maybe he wins a Super Bowl, possibly elevates him to a, a potential Hall of Famer. But um, I mean, I guess we just have to agree to disagree. Yep. Atlanta fills the void with Marcus Mariota, signing him away from the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. So Mariota looking like he's going to get another shot as a starting quarterback. Uh, Dominic, thoughts on uh, his possibilities in Atlanta? I mean, I think it's a, I think I always liked Mariota. Um, you know, he didn't get a lot of touches in Las Vegas, which sucks, but I, I think Atlanta will do him well. Um, keep it on the quarterback you know realm does baker get does is baker mayfield a quarterback come the season starts um i think he's a quarterback i don't think he's going to switch positions but okay okay you i don't know him. where is he going to be I playing know, for a team i know i i think yeah i think he'll be on a team i think it's just is he a starting quarterback on a team and right now the only team that seemingly is in dire need of a quarterback i guess would be the carolina panthers so you get you move him to Carolina, but I mean you have Sam Darnold, who's pretty much like the same type of quarter, not type of quarterback, but kind of like the same level of quarterback as Baker Mayfield. So do you really want to either try that again or run it back with Sam? I just don't see the upside in that. Or or do you tell Drew Locke sit on the bench and you put him in Seattle? Yeah, I mean you could go to Seattle. But yeah, I I don't know. Go I Hawks. mean the the Browns aren't exactly a aired out. You know, I don't think the Browns and the way they play is exactly plays into the way Baker like is best suited. So like if he's kind of in a more spaced out spread type offense instead of kind of like a run first heavy style, I don't think that's going to work. So. And Seattle's almost kind of the similar where they want to kind of run the ball first. So, I mean, you kind of look around. I just don't know where you put them. I mean, Seattle's, you know, Seattle and Carolina are kind of the same boat where they're kind of hovering around 500 under 500. And do they really make a move? Probably not. And that, maybe the Jets? No, they still got Zach Wilson. You Jury's still out on him, but I think you still need to give him a couple more years to to a honus craft, but I mean, I probably should bring up NF the NFL teams because we do have a question, I think, in the mailbag about possible predictions. So if I can just kind of get the teams in front of me, I mean, Houston still kind of looking for a quarterback. Um, that's Dallas needs a quarterback. Dallas does not need a quarterback, Dominic. Shut the fuck up. Dak Prescott, yeah, they kind of choke, but they choke every year, okay? It's the fucking, the fucking Cowboys. They choke every year. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's like the Texans, 
the Panthers, the Seahawks are kind of the last, I mean, maybe the Eagles, if they're not completely sold on Jalen hurts, but I mean, Jalen hurts is kind of a more mobile athletic Baker Mayfield. So I don't know why you would go down that route unless yeah, you just want to sign him as a backup, which might be the case at this point for old Baker. But uh, finally, biggest news on this entire podcast. I should have let off this. I really buried the lead here, Dominic. I am sorry to all the listeners out there, but Jameis Winston re-signs Terrible. with Shut the, the New Orleans Saints. The King Jameis is back to eat all the crawfish and crab legs <laughs> Nola has to offer all the gumbo uh, down on Bourbon Street. King James is back. Can't wait. So excited. Maybe Deshaun Watson is a better player, but he's a terrible person. Jameis Winston, upstanding citizen after the Uber the incident and stealing the crab legs. After that, he has seen the arrow of his ways. And he is back and better than ever. Shout out Eric Bischoff. And he is going to lead the Saints to victory post Sean Payton. And Eaton W's all over the place. That's it. Baker Mayfield At least 10 the of them. Saints. Baker Mayfield to the Saints confirmed. No, we don't fucking need him. Yeah, okay. Do. Shout out Johnny Roca. He did a new kind of format for fantasy football where pretty much you just have a team, a one team an actual real-life football team as your fantasy team. And I have the New Orleans Saints. I thought about it, might have wavered. The Baltimore Ravens were available, but I said, "Uh -uh. I'm sticking with King Jameis in New Orleans. It might not be sexy, but they're going to get the job done. They got the good defense. Michael Thomas is going to be back. He's going to be healthy. Maybe they do some some upgrade in the draft offensively. Jameis, he got, I mean, he was off to a decent little start before he got injured. He's got the 2020. He's got good eyes now, Dominic. He can see down the field. He can see Michael Thomas so clearly on those little four-yard slant routes that he loves to run so much. (laughs) Fuck Tom Brady. I don't care where he gets traded. If he he can play for the fucking Bucks because the Saints have their number. Okay, beat him twice last year. So how does this how does this thing work? So like, if you have the Saints and let's say he has the 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 Raiders or whatever. So whenever they like play if your team whoever has the higher score or is it it's like an actual fantasy league you have players the players get fantasy points and you win now i don't know the i don't know the specifics in terms of bye weeks and waiver wires and all those other different things but it was you know it's march season does start till august september so we'll cross that bridge when we get there i hope i hope the saints get a better quarterback buddy they're not they don't need a better quarterback they got Jameis. He's at least that. a top 20 quarterback. A top 100. I mean, no. No, there are not 99, 100 players. I would say even in this league, let alone quarterbacks that are better than Jameis Winston. I'm pretty sure I'm better than them, but whatever. No big you deal. put some motherfucking respect. I'll never respect on his man. name. Shout out Birdman. Shout out New Orleans. Okay. I'll never respect him. I was bumping the Carter three today at the gym because, you know, New Orleans, shout out, James Winston, Eaton W's, all over. 
really pissed me off right now, Toretto. All right. Moving oh, on <laughs> into the fan mail segment. We are done with football and baseball. Les Dominic wants to vent about the Warriors. Steph Curry's got a broken foot. James Wiseman's shut down for the rest of the season. They lost to the Hawks. Who knows if they're going to be in free fall at the end of the season. Uh, Draymond Green saying he's going to miss a game because of he's going to suck LeBron James dick when he gets to the number one spot in the scoring list. Great times. Mr. X hey, questions of the week. Bum, bum. Yeah, that was a, a great transition. I kind of threw it to you, but didn't really throw it to you. But uh, we got a couple Instagram questions and apparently a in real life question. I've been told yeah. we have, uh, but Joshua underscore Gooba asks via the call to action oh. so far in NFL free agency, a lot of movement movement has happened that uh, say the least. Who are your Super Bowl picks at the moment? I think we did this post Super Bowl. We kind of did our way too early prediction, but Dominic, what is your way too early prediction post, I guess, current free agent status? I'm going to go with the commanders, baby. Dark horse. Okay. Okay. Do you ask for a Super Bowl? I think you just asked for the pick, not matchup, right? He just said pick. Yes. Or... Super Bowl picks. Oh, he said picks. So does that mean your Super Bowl pick? Or does that mean each of our singular pick? See, Grammar very, uh, meaning is very important. I guess uh, he didn't learn that from his older brother. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, so Dominic's going with the commanders. Old Commander Carson going to lead them to the Super Bowl first time since 2021. The nine, 1990, I don't remember. Well, I mean, the, the commanders time. are just, just. Yeah, I mean, everything post-racial, everything pre-racial slurs never happened. Exactly. That That history is canceled. So he's going with old Commander Carson. I mean, <laughs> I mean, do, do I even need to say more? I mean, we just talked about it. The biggest move of this free agency so far. Devontae Adams. Jameis Winston oh, fucking oh. re-signing with the New Orleans Saints. That defense is dominant. Jameis is seeing 2020 again. He's going to be healthy. Okay, He's got a okay, new knee. He's going to fucking win. Is the Saints. That's all you got to say. You don't got to fucking give them the fucking. They just listened to that, get that speech. You don't need to give it again. Well, I got to double down. Okay. Can, can you just say that? But if we were to give, you know, people might say that's a mocking or like a joke pick. So if I was to give a serious pick, if I'm not picking the Saints, because apparently that would be, you know, a gimmick pick, I would have to go after all this movement. I am, they haven't exactly been too heavy in terms of free agent signings, but that's because they don't really need to go too crazy with free agency signings. Don't you say, don't you fucking say it. That's my pick. I don't know what you're going to say, but I am going with the Buffalo Bills. God, no one you. circles the wagons Dominic, like the Buffalo Bills. That was my pick, you dick. <sighs> but you just picked Commander Carson. But you just picked the Saints. Okay, so now you get a serious pick. Oh, God. Fine. My serious pick will be. Uh, you know what? Fine. Gr- you can have the Bills. No, 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 no. You okay, pick the Bills. You get the Bills. Fine, Give me a fine. fucking drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, even without a quarterback. Yep. Damn, really going on a limb there. And Big, no Mark Cooper. 
City Lamb better really pop off. Uncle Jerry's gonna quarterback him. Ooh, oh, Uncle Jerry gonna get under center. Yep. Show him how it's done. Maybe re-signs Roger Stallback. Shows Maybe. him how it's done. Yeah. Well, Troy Aiken's making the ESPN money. He don't need that. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, so I'm gonna send you something via Instagram, Dominic. So uh, check, just check your Instagram in case you need uh, uh need to go back in time to to check this out. But uh, going over to the Instagram, the DMs, Johnny Roca. He apologized. I did not send a question last week. It slipped his mind. Johnny, we appreciate it. We understand and things get in the way, fair. you know. But we appreciate that you're back and sending us another question. So he has a few questions. Uh, so mm. uh, pick three, you and quote-unquote Dom Toretto for the podcast. Son of a bitch. This, this was not my words. This was the words of Johnny Roca. Uh, pick three. So this is a picture I sent it to Dominic, so he has a reference. Uh, there are eight options, but we pick three of them. Um, would you want $10,000 cash immediately? Number two, free rent slash mortgage for six months starting next year. Number three, a perfect credit score. Four, unlimited airline tickets for life, brother. Number five, brand new home, but you can never sell it and never move out. Number six, free groceries for five years. Seven, a brand new luxury car. You can never sell it and never own another car again. Or number eight and number eight, unlimited free medical care for life. Or you can just move to Canada. But I digress. So I have to pick three, or we have to pick three like together. Pick three, you and Dom Toretto. You know, Dominic, we're gonna be you're gonna we're gonna work as a group, and we, you know, usually we it, we answer these questions individually, but we can be a good podcasting couple, and we can figure this out together. So okay, baby. Well, uh, you get okay. How about? You, you throw out one, I throw out one, and we can see if we can both agree on it. So what's the number one pick? Because I have an easy number one pick for me. Uh, buy the new home, never sell it? No. My number one, an easy number one for me, would be the unlimited free medical care for life. Because that shit be getting expensive. Now, I understand you might not need it, but Dominic, you, might, you know this after dealing with COVID, kicking its ass after it kicked your ass. Medical bills are goddamn expensive. Well, yeah, but I mean, so, okay. So, I mean, I agree with you on that one. And who knows? We're getting older, Dominic. We're almost going to turn the big 3-0 in these next couple of years. Then we get to 40. We got to start getting prostate checks and, you know, sh- shit gets, you know, shoved up our ass, you know, cancers and all these other different things. And I'm going bald. Okay, if I get but- free medic, if I get free Medicare, does that mean, or medical care, does that mean I can like go and get some like medical treatment for my hairline? But that's not really medical. That's well, just, you know, we can always. That's, that's cosmetic. I well, I I guess that also means plastic surgery isn't covered via well it insurance. Is it, it covered under insurance? I don't know. Well, I guess it would depend because my thing is like if you you know fucking like break your nose, technically you have plastic surgery to fix it, right? Exactly. So that's only medical plastic surgery yeah, but if like but if i, I want to get a fucking big ass titties if i want to get some <laughs> big ass fucking titties and a nice ass which some might say i used to have a nice ass but yeah, i lost yeah, it yeah. That's what people that's what some people have said but i mean some i mean one person okay so we okay fine we both agree upon on the, on the health care we both agree upon on the house though right because you know you can get like your mega mansion right 
or yep, I mean, it, there's no want, right? there's no parameters. You can pick wherever you want to live. So, it's a, it's so a, that's one and two, right? Okay, but okay. Random question: Where are we picking the house? What house are we picking? Where are we living? We I staying mean, here? We going oh God, like no. we going to like Montana? We going to get like some fucking acreage? <sighs> See, that, we going my, to like Miami? Thing, like, We're gonna like move down to Miami? You know? Okay, free, you, no taxes. You like to be in an urban area right like you don't like i mean not urban suburban area right because you like not being in the city but you don't like being out in the fucking boonies right whatever i mean if we're getting a free house i'm not moving into the fucking city because what are you going to get a, a an apartment exactly so a couple I hundred mean, square I'm, feet i'm thinking you know i'm thinking I mean, like, who want to live in an apartment am i right exactly Ugh, <laughs> oh. terrible like fucking shit shit Unless Johnny, unless unless you live in an apartment, which I don't think you do, but uh, that was only directed towards one person. Two people. Oh, oh, two people. What about three people? No, God, no. Just two. Well, I don't know who the second person is, but I'm just asking if there's a third person. We can all agree on one person. We're throwing shade at. I don't know who the second person is. Okay, I have an wait, idea. I, I wait. I guess one. Okay, just one. Two Got sometimes. Oh, sometimes. When they want to piss me off at work. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Okay, so we're getting Medicare, Medicare, medical care in our Medicare home, wherever we decide to go. Yes. So no, where would that be? Home. Should we like go down on like the California coast? Should we go to like Florida? Well, not say, Texas. That should get okay. Meh. I don't want hurricanes. Yeah, I don't want hurricanes either. I can deal with earthquakes. I can deal with earthquakes. Um, I can deal with snow. I don't like heat. I don't like snow. I like heat. Oof. Oh, we're at an impasse. Yes, we're moving to Lake Tahoe. There we go. We're going to get a nice, fat-ass Lake Tahoe house. How about if we get, like, a nice, eh, I guess, Las Vegas is heat. But, like, like, what are, like, a nice, suburban, big Las Vegas house? As long as the AC's on, like, all day. No, we'll go to Lake Tahoe. We'll go to Lake Tahoe because maybe we get unlimited airline tickets for life. I do like that one, but if we're, I think the smart option free groceries, probably groceries. Yes, yeah. I think the smart option is the groceries. But I am I am adventurous. I do like I have, I don't travel often, but I do like to travel. I think in the long term, but but if you think about it, airline tickets for life, for but that doesn't free. include hotel and food and all the other things, though. Exactly. But if we say fuck the healthcare because we're going to be healthy forever, we could get free groceries. And airline tickets, pair those together, travel around the world for like five years and just fucking, you know, make so much money. We get our house for the content. Fuck it. Why don't we just fucking buy a new car and race it? Nah. See, see, we had a good plan. This way we can never work out as a couple because we had a good plan and you just fucking threw it all away because. You okay. So we're out. okay. We're so we're, we're me and Dominic are moving in together. We're buying a big ass fucking house in like in Lake Tahoe. We're getting free groceries for a year for five years and we're being smart and we're getting med- medical care for the rest of our lives. There we go. There we go. But what happens if but hold on cheat code. The house never said it had to be in the States. As I said earlier, what happens if the house is in Canada? We are to get the free health care. Or we yeah. go to some other like what I was saying. We go to like a European country. Yeah, but then then we got to pay for airfare. I mean, that's a one time thing. 
but uh, you know, you got to visit or, your but, mom. But, and, but we could know. cut off the, you know, we can get the unlimited airline tickets. Don't got to worry about the healthcare. Get a fat ass house in Europe or Canada. Not Ukraine or Russia. Definitely not Russia, but you know, maybe like I don't know what the UK looks like over there, but you know, it's fucking ten oh four. How about like a nice fucking... like Portugal? How about like a nice Portugal Madeira Island house? Why not we just live in the, live in the fucking Alps? No, man, eh, it's cold. Exactly, Dominic. You've never lived in the cold. Why are you saying you like the cold? Uh, it's easier to warm up than to cool down. I could cuddle you. I could cuddle I you fat ass. I, I beg to, but then, but then when sweating. you, but when you, yeah, when you cuddle up so much, then you get hot, and then you kind of got a D layer, and then you get cold, and it's like a vicious cycle. Yeah, I, I rather, I rather have to cuddle you and get all warm, and like, oh fuck, you're hot, I'm gonna get off of you, and then go, oh, I'm cold again, come back and cuddle you, versus I'm fucking hot, I need to cool off, and I gotta fucking, you know, takes me forever to cool off. I'm not saying I want to live in below fucking. I don't want to live, you know. Yeah, but if we move to like Dakota, but if we like move to New York, like we move to like New York or Boston or anywhere like on the East Coast cities, shit gets pretty cold. I'd be down. Okay, so let's go to Boston. Boston, we're so we're getting the house, we're getting the groceries, and we're getting and we're getting the health care. I, you know, easy joke to make is perfect credit score. I already got that. I mean, why do we need that? All right. Anyways, question we spent, I think, way too long on that first question, but it's a good question. Question two. If you could eat any fast food place with unlimited purchases and no junk food side effects, which place would that be? Now, this is a great question because I believe the uh, Trapdoor Groupie actually asked this question to a certain podcast that uh, we're not going to talk about. That's a great question. Almost got triggers. You said Trapdoor Groupie. I know. I know. But I think I've thought about this one. For a little bit, because, you know, Trapdoor Groupie, Mrs. Groupie asked the question. So it made me ponder and think about it. I think fast food wise, I would probably go with Wendy's just because it has a good plethora, good differentiation of menu items. I get breakfast, get dinner, get chicken, hamburger. You know, maybe get some chili if I'm feeling a little spicy, you know, get some salads or some other different things. I can I feel like I can mix it up the most and have some good, you know, decent to good food at Wendy's the most. Dominic, what, what well, do you think? I mean, what classifies as fast food? Because like I think like technically like diners are fast food, correct? Right. Uh, that's a sit down. That's a restaurant. That's sit down. I say fast food is any place that has a drive through. I'm trying to think of like a diner that has a drive through. I guess not. Okay. Um. I guess. You know. I, it's kind of a tie, but I think the tiebreaker is going to go to, you know, the obvious McDonald's. Just because I like the breakfast, I like their lunches. I don't really care for Wendy's breakfasts too much. Don't really care for Mc, uh, Jack in the Box's coffees too much. I kind of like. What McDonald's. about Seven Elevens? Uh coffee heard it's goaded never had it mm. really really never had it never had 7-eleven coffee never had it hmm. don't know any information from that's crazy cite, cite, cite your sources i just heard a rumor on the internet oh yeah yeah you know well I, i'll clear that up once my lawyers get a hold of that tape and you know the slanderous words that are coming out of their mouths 
just so disrespectful. Anyways, you know, so I'm going gonna put, I'm gonna put it out here right now. Hang on, fucking Tyler made me. He said, "Hey, are you going to Seven Eleven?" Said, "Yeah, I go to Seven and get my cup of coffee. I get a medium cup of coffee." Okay, I thought you said never had. Co- I thought you never had that coffee. You know, what? shut the fuck up and listen. You fucking sorry, sorry, son sorry. Of a bitch. And he said, "Hey, if you're going to Seven Eleven, can you get me a donut?" I said, "Sure, fuck it." I got him two donuts. That's the only fucking time I got a donut ever, ever, hundred percent ever. Swear my Bible. mom's life, Bible, Bible, swearing Bible, mom's life, dad's life, grandma's life, everybody's life. Swear. Studio audience's life. Swear. Ooh. And then the last two times I went, which was maybe two weeks ago because I stopped going the last two times I went they said you want free muffin I was like fuck yeah I want a free muffin so I got my free chocolate syrup muffin so suck my dick but I was told you go there every single oh, day every fucking day and I get my taquito oh, it's fucking 9 in the morning who the fuck eats a taquito at 9 in the fucking morning Take that back. Sucks. Take that back. It's like 8:30 in the morning. Who eats a taquito at 8:30 in the morning? I I would say I I have never had a taquito at 8:30 in the morning. Exactly. Don't even remember the last time I went to a 7-Eleven at 8:30 in the morning. It, Usually that's a, exactly. an afternoon thing for me or a night thing. Exactly. And then on top of it, if I'm getting a cup of coffee, why would I want taquitos? Taquitos and coffee do not mix. Well, that's because you haven't had it. Have you no, dunk no. some some chicken jalapeno taquitos in oh, your coffee? God. Oh yeah, oh, daddy. Oh god. No. So Donald's going with McDonald's, which I think is a safe option because I think you know everything's good. And they're all over the place, too. And it's all over the place. I'm going with Wendy's. I was thinking about Jack in the Box. I'm not, I mean, I like their iced coffee, but I think any iced coffee you go to at a fast food, it kind of just tastes the same. It's just sugar and vanilla and you know. Shit like that, so I don't really have the hazelnut from McDonald's. It's actually really good. All right, finally, question: If the Raiders had money to spare, which leftover free agent would you like them to sign? Honey Badger, OBJ, Stefan Gilmore, uh, Jadavian Clowney, Jarvis Landry, or Gronk? Oh, so we I said this last week. I I really Honey Badger. Yeah, I really want Honey Badger to be with the Raiders. Uh, I mean, Gilmore would be cool. Uh, Odell Beckham. I mean, Odell can suck a dick. I mean, he has that. I mean, he has the injury. I mean, he looked really good those couple, you know, couple months with the Rams. But coming off injury, I don't know what he's going to demand if he's going to get some money. So I would go with Honey Badger then Gilmore. Uh, But I think Honey Badger is going to get the most kind of out of. eh, Maybe Clowney gets some decent money too, but I think Honey Badger is probably the person I would go with out of this group. I would agree. I mean, Raiders don't need Gronk. Got Wall of the Baller. Exactly. And then we got the backup, whatever his name is. Foster Moreau. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, I, I don't really care for OBJ. Um, Landry. Landry would be good, but I think. Uh, I mean, you got you got Renfro, who's the best slot guy in the league, so you exactly. don't really need Landry. And then you got Devontae Adams, and then you probably have the other, you know, other couples that we'll keep. And so, I mean, I, I, I'm, I agree. Honey Badger all the way. Maybe Clowney. All right. That's it for the Instagrams. Dominic, now it's over to you for your question responsibilities. So, you know, before we do Mr. X's, because, you know, he is the the mainstay, the, the staple, the main event, the 
the creme de la creme. We're going to go to the in real life question. Brandon J. Tanguma. What are you doing Sunday morning? Uh, me Sunday morning, this Sunday morning. Yes. Uh, well, actually, I do not know. Okay, good. That, that's good so far. But so, it does oh. have to revolve around Los Padres Oof, and possible practice. But it's just practice. Um, you know, I've been to every single practice. I could. It is the la- the penultimate, or I guess the last practice before. Um, Season starts next week on Sunday. Nothing has been completely sealed down in terms of what we're doing. Uh, so, Dominic, yes. what are you asking me to do on Sunday morning? Or what would, could I possibly be doing on Sunday morning? Would you like to accompany myself, studio audience, and Tyler and Miss Haley for golf? Breakfast or brunch, aka bottomless mimosas. Oh, you want drunk cheese at eleven o'clock in the morning? <laughs> I mean, I I don't think they're bottomless either. But I mean, wow! I mean, you can't you can't <laughs> out here, you know, entice me with bottomless mimosas and then just hit me over the head and say, oh, they're not bottomless. I mean, I was thinking you and me would just keep drinking the mimosas. Studio audience would get the breakfast, brunch, and well. Okay, okay, never mind. Take that back. Reverse. You, me, and Tyler drink the mimosas, and Haley and studio audience get the food. Mm. Once again, there's a a plan to meet up, and none of this involves bowling, which is very coincidental. Tygundy twenty seven, <laughs> ducking me again. I see. Quack quack on the lanes. I think, uh, did he tell you that he almost bowled a 300 or whatever? Bold fucking shit, he almost bowled a 300 picks or it didn't happen. I saw the pick. It was like, you know, I think he was a couple strikes off or something like that. But, you know. Well, that means he didn't bowl the 300. He didn't. He he didn't. If he was if he was a couple, that means he was a multiple. Did he bring it into the 10th frame? No. Okay, then. Then he wasn't close. Oh. Like, yeah, that's impressive that you got in the high twos, but you can't say, oh, I almost bowled a 300 when he didn't even take it into the 10th frame. Way better than uh, Which might also be okay. worse because if you bring in the 10th frame, then you choke it, then you just, you, you choked. You just sucked it. Yeah, you should just fucking walk home, buddy. Did, didn't you bowl like a 500 once? I've never choked a 300 in my life. I bet you Tyler's probably choked multiple 300s. Hmm. Anywho, so would you like to go? Uh, what time would this be? You know, where it would be, you know. It's going to be at Monica's, and I think they said... Not to be confused with the Denica's. Yes, exactly. Um, I think they What's said... all these white, white, basic white people, white girls, opening up, you know, brunch spots? Anyways, I think they said we need to be there by nine. What up? Gets... We should start one called, like, I was going to say Brianna's, but that'd be triggering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyways. Angela's? <laughs> Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, oof, that's funny. Um, Jenny. Ooh, ooh, Danica's. <laughs> get it? <'Cause... laughs> Danica's, not Danica's. Oh, sorry. Dan, sorry. not Den. Den. Sorry. I found it off. 
anyways, like I keep trying to say, they said to be there by nine because it gets packed pretty quick. So they gotta wake up early and get drunk. What's it gonna get? Stay home and get drunk, or we stay out all night on Saturday and get drunk. Go to the lanes. I can kick Tyler's ass again. Again. I'm just I'm continuing to kick his ass all the time. Oh, okay. Okay. Kicking his ass right now. So I guess you'll let me know. Sure. Why not? I guess I'm missing practice. Yay. Okay. And then we go, we have our own baseball practice. And I can finally strike you the fuck out. <laughs> okay. Calm the fuck down. Anyways, let's get to Mr. X's the 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 whole reason why these people are here for to listen to this show. <clears throat> hey there. Howdy. Could the trading of Tyreek Hill be considered what I call a dumbass move on the part of the Chiefs? I mean, one may say dumbass, but one may say stupid. I mean, let's face it. It's money. It all comes down to money. It's all about the monies. All about the Benjamins. Yep. So, I mean... Yeah, I don't know exactly what went down in the negotiating in the negotiating room on, you know, if Tyreek Kill was like, yeah, just trade me now. I I don't want to play. Get me out of here. But uh, yeah, I've, I think obviously right now the Dolphins won the trade. Now possibly the Chiefs could turn around, get a bunch of really good draft picks to get around Mahomes, and they go back into the Super Bowl. But for right now, Dolphins. Got a pretty good player. Only a pretty good, only pretty good. But Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, pretty good combination because of Patrick Mahomes. Tua, Tyreek Hill, TBD. Exactly. All right. Moving on. Am I the only one sick of the smaller market MLB teams, for example? Oh, I don't know. The Reds not being able to afford the kind of talent to help their team make it to the playoffs and beyond. Well, I mean, I'm just going to let you answer that question because I feel like it's just Mr. X, you were going to get through this together. Uh, you know, both of us as the A's and Reds, small market teams, we're going to get through this together. But you know what, Mr. X, at least we have our football teams. You know, the Bengals, they just went to the Super Bowl, riding high, first playoff win in nearly 30 years. You guys are doing great. Raiders getting Devonte Adams, you know, we're doing some big things. So, you know, who cares about baseball? I mean, that's why there's 28 other teams out there. You can watch the Dodgers and the Braves and the Red Sox and other teams who actually spend money. But uh, yeah, it does suck that uh, owners don't want to pay the players. So just like our owners don't want to pay us. Right. Yeah, if only this was the seventies or the sixties or the twenties when the other twenties when they uh, the owners just basically held onto the players for their entire career no matter what they cared about because of contracts and ownership and stuff like that. Ready then, moving on to Mr. X's NHL update. Almost got copyrighted there. Had to stop. Yeah, I was about to say it was like a Super Mario remix. Uh, in the NHL, no changes on the top spots in each division with Florida, Carolina, Colorado, and Calgary holding strong as the end of the regular looms. My ducks, quack, quack, aren't looking so hot as they still stuck in sixth place. 
The Maple Leafs will wear an alter, alternate third jersey designed by Justin Bieber. Who's Justin Bieber? I don't know. Oh, it's Bieber. I just don't want to, you know. I didn't want to announce uh, his name. I'm not. I'm, I'm not a believer anymore, so I don't want to say Justin Bieber. You're not a believer. No, nope. but you're a Cyrus. Mm. Oh, mm. I don't know. I've been seeing some TikToks lately. I've heard like at a concert. I don't know if you've seen these, but I've been tempted to send them to you, but I haven't. Ah, go ahead, send them. Who gives a fuck? Oh, okay. I'll send you Which some. Is actually, some the rare side of their black jerseys. If the other celebrities designed, if other celebrities designed jerseys, any sport, which famous person sport attire would be interested in buying uh oh i probably like to see what chicago what uh connie west would do with like a blackhawks jersey Um, doesn't necessarily have to be hockey oh well the a i mean Last year, MLB did like their city jerseys, and some of them are really good. Some of them weren't. Still waiting to see what the A's do. Um, I don't know where they would go. I'm a little, well, I don't know, because I'm trying to think of what they were inspired by. So the Giants had like the, the not creamsicles, but they had like the white with the kind of creamsicle type orange. I, I think I remember I said this. I kind of want the A's to have like a black jersey and kind of either go with like like the old, not old, but like the town tree, like what the Warriors had back in the day. So I would like to see like an A's black jersey if we're going like city, celebrity, whatever type thing. But who would the celebrity be? g Easy, because that's like the oh, A's Jesus celebrity Christ. right now. I don't know. Well, we have Green Day, right? Yeah. We got Green Day. So we'll, there you go. We'll do a Green Day jersey. Get, get some black. It's punk. It's punk rock because Metallica is the Giants, which yep. sucks. But we got Green Day. Next best option, I guess. All righty then. Moving on to the wrestling portion. Got a couple questions here. According to Russell Votes on Twitter, they've heard that WWE plans to keep Cody's character exactly as it was in AEW down to the music and pyro. If so, is this WWE saying, look, what we took away from the competition? I guess. Um, Vince and WWE are kind of strange when it comes to, you know, their property and how they portray their characters and stuff. So um, I did see that. I saw Mr. X like the tweet. So I really do hope he comes out to his indie AEW theme because he owns it, I guess. So. I hope we get, you know, AEW Cody Rhodes in WWE and not, you know, dashing Cody Rhodes or whatever his look would be in WWE. I hope it's, you know, a continuation and not a brand new look for Cody. Does he have blonde hair or does he dye it back to the burgundy brown, whatever it was? Um, trying to think. He had it natural for a little bit, but then he dyed it. So could go either way. I forget. I have really seen any pictures of him. So, I, th- I mean, I say to keep it. Keep it blonde. Okay, okay. Dominic, what's your thought on Cody's hair? I love it. Yeah. No, I mean, I I think people have grown to enjoy the blonde Cody. Um, I know, like he when he first got released and he was doing, uh, Impact or Ring of Honor, all that shit. He was the you know natural, but I think uh. 
I think the blonde hair kind of, you know, makes his character a little bit better, in my opinion. Which is yeah, weird. and like the the blonde hair in wrestling was kind of a cliche, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago. But now you don't see it all too often. You know, you exactly. got like Ziggler and other people like that. But for the most part, there's not a lot of guys dying their hair blonde. Yeah, so I kind of you know, keep it blonde, come out to the song, you know, be cool. All right, with NXT in the afternoon, WrestleMania night one that night. I can see any of it because of a fucking baby. <laughs> then Mania night two, the day after, could WWE be setting up fans for overload, especially if the shows go on too long? Well, we won't know that because we're going to miss most of it. Because Dominic just thinks the phone doesn't exist. Well, I mean, you're going to be in church fucking watching wrestling. Okay, Dominic, what time is the baby shower at? 6 a.m. It's 10 a.m. I know. I just wanted you to, you know, see if you're paying attention. That's the, that's the first thing I looked at when I got the invitation. It's like, okay, what time is this thing at? Okay, it's going to be like an hour, hour and a half. Okay, then there's going to be the party, you know. I think the party is over by about three. Ooh, there we go. So this is doable. This is doable. But where is this party at? Because they live in an, <clears throat> in an apartment. Ugh, ugh. I know. So, and, you know, the the mother the mother's house no, isn't, um, isn't exactly in the best spot. It's oh, it's a in a park. park. Okay, very spacious. COVID friendly. Uh, I think it's in San Leandro off of um, what does Hesperian turn into? If you go all the way down Hesperian and you cross East 14th, what what what's that turn into? Is that is not that Washington? Bancroft? Is that Bancroft? Oh, I, like Bancroft. I am terrible with street names. I think it's Bancroft. I think it's I drive right to my, I drive to my aunt's house pretty much every single weekday. I still do not know the surrounding streets in terms of what they are and what they're located. You're at. fucking terrible. Oh I know, God. like, if you tell me like names, I know there's like these types of names, but I cannot remember. And I get from point A to point B. That's all that matters. We don't have to stay for the whole party, too. Just, just don't push your luck with the studio. Okay, I'm just gonna okay? take a, sh- I'm gonna just take a shit on the floor and just really. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's gonna stop, and I'm gonna have to go home. I'm gonna, sh- you know what? I'm just gonna chill the ball. I'm gonna shit my pants. You had to say it. No. Are you gonna answer his question or not? What was the question? Oh yeah, overloads, fan overloads. overload. Yeah. Um. I mean, this happens kind of every year at WrestleMania. There's just so many matches and so many shows surrounding it. It is weird because this is kind of the first two night WrestleMania with the NXT and kind of the surrounding shows. So I know and WWE can't stop the other shows from running, but you know, having NXT on afternoon, then WrestleMania. I mean, it is burnout. I mean, we get, we're getting burnt out from just, you know, three hour raw, two hour NXT, two hour SmackDown. And then add on top of that, you know, and AEW and ROH and new Japan and MLW and all those other different things. So, yeah, and I I mean I've seen like WrestleTix, they've only sold like 3000 tickets thus far for stand and deliver. Um not good. Not good. Remember when uh Takeovers used to like sell out instantly in a 20 15000 seat arena Dominic? Yeah, good times. Not anymore, right? Good fucking times. Anyways, lastly what is Triple H's lasting legacy as he announces retirement from in-ring competition? Uh, let you go first, then I guess I can try. 
Yep. Uh, Triple H announced on first take that his in-ring career is done after he had a cardiac event a couple months ago. Still don't exactly know what went down, but it seemed pretty serious that he possibly could have died from all this. So um, it's not exactly a surprise because, you know, dealing with your heart, it's a serious matter. So he can't wrestle anymore. I mean, um, he could if you wanted to. Hey, he could. But we just have a Jerry Lawler situation. But ah, ah, he survived. He's fine. Um, I speaking of TikToks, I've seen Jerry uh, Lawler on TikToks, and they are kind of creepy. Kind of. Like, I mean, I know it's Jerry Lawler, so it's just him, like with a blank stare, and then like he says something for like a couple seconds. Like, like page, huh? kind of like you know he hits the button to record, waits a couple seconds, and then he forgets to like you know trim that extra fat off at the at the end when he's editing or something. Which is kind of weird. <laughs> And yeah, anyways, so his lasting legacy, I mean, I kind of say this as a bit and I know it's kind of deflammatory, but I do kind of see Triple H as like, you know, a B plus player. Like he was really good. He had some really good matches. You know, he's had his times at the top, but he was never like, you know, the top guy, the guy to like really carry the company. You know, he had Rock and Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold and John Cena and Batista and Undertaker and all those different guys. Yeah. Triple H just never was able to really, you know, get through into that top echelon. And even though he was yeah. there for all all of those guys. So, and I mean, the music, the entrance is iconic. He's had so many moments, you know, DX, the click. I mean, all in all, just a fantastic career. He's had, you know, maybe... I don't know if you want to like put on a list, but like a top 25 career in wrestling just because of the legacy and the length. I mean, well, mm. well, it's like you you have to go back in time and like all those look, well, definitely top 50. But I think you, you know, if we're doing the WWE 75, like it's the NBA, he's definitely on there, but he's definitely kind of like the <laughs> top 25. Yeah, I was trying to think of like a player to equate him at. Like, I don't know. I was Dominic Wilkins a uh, I, I, top I, seventy-five I, player. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, that sounds like a good name, but I don't know if he made the cut or not. So I'm trying to think of like a really good Hall of Fame player, but you know, he's no Michael Jordan. He's no LeBron James. Kind of that ilk. And he's also personally. One of my favorites. I always, I always kind of loved him, even though he gets the bad rap. And I love the music, and I, you know, love the characters. And Katie Vick will always live on forever as one of the burning, inseared moments in my life as a kid. And my mother covering my eyes as Triple H is fornicating with a doll inside a casket. I mean, with a handful of spaghettios. I would probably. I mean. He, I think we're just sticking to WWE. I think he's top 10 for sure. Has to be. Um, it doesn't matter if you're cheering him, if you're booing him, everything he did from, like you said, DX, Evolution, um, the, the whatever you want to call it, Reborn DX with Shawn Michaels in the late two, 2000s. Like, you know. He there was really nothing for him that he didn't do. He was willing to do it. Um, you know, if he's held the Intercontinental, WWE multiple times, uh, tag team champion, um, 
he he he's done it all. Um, definitely, definitely a trailblazer if you think about it long and hard. And you know, I know he's not dead, but you know, I want to you know thank you and you know hope that uh, the office treats you well, buddy. And that's the other thing. It's like he had NXT, did fantastic. We loved pretty much everything NXT was doing. And then they kind of switch it up, do NXT 2.0. Um, that kind of coincided with the cardiac event. So we don't know exactly. We still don't really know what his role in the company is right now. So, and he was seemingly, you know, the heir apparent events. That's definitely up in the air right now. Shane, I mean, I don't think Shane's going to do anything. I think Stephanie, as long as Stephanie and trips are together they'll be a part of wwe so uh yeah hopefully everything health-wise is good and even though i did kind of you know bury him with the b plus player thing but he's still personally one of my favorites yeah. and i started watching back in 2002 uh, that's when the reign of terror started uh you know survivor series 2002 wore out that vhs elimination chamber and then mania 20 and WrestleMania 28 with the Shawn Michaels Hell in a Cell with the Undertaker and all the other different things. So uh, some of the you know moments myself as a fan and some of my favorite matches I've seen have involved Triple H. Good times, good times, good times, good times, good times. All right, let's move on over to that pissant of a company in the words Triple H AEW. They had Dynamite on Wednesday and they kicked it off with Triple H's best friend CM Punk opening up the show. As he wrestled uh, Dax Harwood in the opener, uh, we had the ass boys in the crowd for some reason, uh, but Punk and Dax go, you know, 10, 15 minutes. A really good match. Punk gets the win at the end of the day. I uh, thought it was a strong opener. Really good match. Uh, Dominic, what do you think of this? I mean, I, I don't know if it's cliche to say it, but I feel like each week CM Punk is just getting more and more it's going to sound weird, but like more and more like over, but he's also getting more like, I don't know how to describe it. Do you know what I'm trying to get at? Like, I feel like each week he's each week, he's knocking the rust off and he's back to kind of, you know, 2011, 2012. Yeah. He, he, he's finding his legs. He's definitely, he's, he's back. Kind of, I guess. Kind Kind of, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think overall this show was kind of like a placeholder because they're not building to a pay-per-view or a super show or any of that thing. So Punk, you know, coming off the revolution win, um, you know, still trying to keep keep his, you know, ring rust off and keep him in the fold. But I think right now they're kind of waiting around to do something with him, whether that be for the title match, if Cole does win against Paige, which I, I, I do think that's where they're kind of leaning at this point. So, yeah, um, I think that's what they're doing right now with Punk. They're just kind of keeping him on TV waiting around and i think for double nothing dominic we will be there for a cm punk title match i don't know if it's a cm punk title match but i mean definitely get gonna see cesaro cesaro or what's his what's his real name uh claudio castanoli but i did see in trademark news he uh trademark csro god damn it <laughs> so he's gonna be cesaro or cesaro Sir Sero. Sir Anyways, moving on, we get the Dominic Hobson dream team of Sting, 
Darby Allen and the Hardy Boys taking on Private Party and Butcher and the Blade. Uh, fun eight man car crash match. Uh, Jeff Jeff Hardy uh, doing Jeff Hardy things, doing a swan off Swanton off of a window seal like twenty feet up in the air. Uh, Sting. I thought he blew his knees out at the end of the match because he fell down, tried to get up, fell down again, and then he finally got up, stabilized himself, luckily, and hit the uh, Scorpion Death Drop with Matt Hardy, hitting the Twist of Faith for the win. Fun, you know, all over the type, all over the place type match, Dominic. I know you must have had a great time seeing Sting and Jeff Hardy teaming together in AEW. I mean, I've seen tagged together in Impact. So, I mean, it wasn't like, but did you think yeah. in the year of our Lord, 2022, you would see Sting and Jeff Hardy wrestling on a tell on television on the telly? Probably not, honestly, but you know, it, it, I, I was excited. I was happy. And, you know, I don't see why. I mean, it kind of just makes me wonder though, like it's Jeff's what third week in AEW and he's already jumping off of shit. I, just I mean, are you, are you surprised? No, not really, but I mean, it's just kind of like, come on, man, give the guy a break. Let, 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 him, let him do some technical wrestling. I, I don't exactly think that's Tony Khan saying, hey, Jeff, you, you want to jump off of this? You see this window over there? You want to jump off of that? I think that might be Jeff Hardy's idea. Uh, I guess. Maybe. Um, any idea what they do? They th- You think they kind of keep this this? Eight some, foursome, whatever. Yeah, they're foursome. I hope not. I really hope not. I, I really want Matt and Jeff to go do their own thing and Sting and Darby to go do another thing. I wouldn't mind seeing Darby and Jeff have like a fucking false count of anywhere match. That'd be kind of cool. Or like a last man standing or something. That'd be cool. Sting. What Dominic, what happens if we get Sting and Jeff Hardy in a match together at double or nothing? Are you going to be okay? I might cry. Okay. If they're together, are you going to cry or separately, like together? Like you've never seen Sting wrestle. You've only seen him live once. This might be a big deal for you. And and it wasn't even, it wasn't even a match. It was just him coming out and hitting the Scorpion death drop on somebody. I was going to ask who, but I don't think you remember. I know he did an interview with Renee Young and then someone came out and. Was it Bo Dallas? I was going to say either that or like Keith Slater. Someone like that. Someone like that. Anyways, uh, we get. John Moxley and Brian Danielson taking on the Varsity Blondes. Uh, poor, oh, what what the fuck's her name? What's the blonde girl's name? Uh, Julia. Julia Hart. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Julia Hart uh, sitting all lonesome and sobbing in the corner. Bro, she looked pretty dope, though. Like that camera angle, she looked like an anime girl. It was kind of mm. dumb, like a big Julia Hart simp. Maybe. All right, put that on the uh, on on the list. Yeah. Julie Hart, next to Paige and Paige and Casey Kenzaro. Uh but and Gigi Dolan and Gigi Dolan. Um, then we or Varsity Blondes lose to Moxley and Danielson. Uh, Regal on commentary again. This time Moxley is the one who does the kind of heavy lifted on the promo work, and uh, they get the name of the Blackpool Combat Club. So uh, they got a name now, finally. God, so stupid. I'm not a big fan of the Black Blackpool Combat Club. It's a little bit of a mouthful. Yeah, it's a tongue twister for some. And then on top of it, say can you say it three times fast? Blackpool Combat Club. Blackpool Combat Club. <laughs> 
Yeah, Blackpool. I don't even want to try to say it because it's just going to be. Come on, learn more. Blackpool Complicabriga. Nailed it, nailed it. But yeah, I, I don't like the name, but I I do like. I mean, I I I don't like the name just because it's long and clunky, like you said. But I do like the name because it's very William Weagle esque. Blackpool Combat Club. It's like, you know, yeah, it's cool. Um, speaking of the Blackpool Combat Club, said it very slowly. Uh, Wheeler Yuta had a little backstage intervention confrontation with Trent backstage, and he kind of left the best friends. Uh, so, do you think Wheeler Yuta joins, or do you think they reject him? I say they reject him. I agree. I think you want to. I like Yuta. You know, he has he's a good wrestler, but. I think you kind of want to be very selective on who you let into the stable. And I think it will mean more if you turn someone down and then bring whoever the person is, you know, in. And so I, I don't know what this means for Yuta. He's just going to be, you know, stuck by his lonesome and twirling away on dark. But um, I, I would much rather see like a Lee Moriarty or someone like that who hasn't exactly been totally defined down. On television a lot, uh, join the Blackpool Combat Club. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, we get an MJF promo standing in the middle of the ring. This bleeds from hour one to hour two. Uh, just once again, MJF just being an absolute dick going after Wardlow. Uh, him and Sean Spears, you know, just going at it. And then uh, Wardlow comes out. He gets actually gets restrained by like 12 security guards, something you normally don't see. He thought Wardlow was about to, you know, Hulk smash and just send them all flying. But no, the security guards actually did their job. You know, 12 to 15 guys actually restraining one guy, no matter how big it actually made sense. Look at that. Who would have thought? I mean, I would have thought that. I don't know why you wouldn't have thought that, but you know. Yeah, because, you know, we've never seen, you know, a Brock Lesnar or a Braun Strowman just, you know, anime style, you know, explode and have like 10 guys fly off of them. But I mean, that's Brock. That's Bork Lesnar. Or Bork Laser. Hmm. And Braun Strowman. So, you know, they have to be crazy like that. Have you been at keeping up with the uh, control narrative debacle? No, it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, I hope they don't go anywhere. Uh, well, they're actually going to be here in San Jose, I think, in like the summertime. They're oh. a part of some like festival or something. Something like that. At dude. the SAP Center. Or sorry. Yeah. SAP Center. No. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So Not stupid. the HP Pavilion. T's and P's. It's so stupid. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I, I, I like the promo. MJF being a dick. Wardlow. You know, good, solid storytelling. They're probably going to hold this off until double or nothing. Uh, then we get Cole J, uh, not J. Cole. That's a rapper. Dominic's favorite rapper, right? Mm, One of. No, maybe. Oh, okay. What's, uh, what's, who's your, who's your favorite rapper right now, Dominic? Who, who's, um, hmm. who's the goat right now? Goat? Like, I mean, throat goat? It's Nancy Reagan, but the uh, rap goat. Right now, for Dominic Hobson. Right now. Who's the number one rapper? I would say it's either... Let's see. I don't know. I mean, I do like J. Cole. But, I mean, you can't go... I mean, 
You want, you want me to give you like my top? I'll give you my top 10. You listen to his uh, new album, Four Still Drive. Okay, you ready? I, I would say number one, Kendrick. Right? Okay. Okay. Number two, even J. Though, Cole. Even though he hasn't put out an album in like 20 years. Kendrick, J. Cole. J. Cole. Um, I, I, I might get shit for this, but I'll say the baby. Let's go. And push D. Oh, Dominic out here with the push of T love. You love to fucking see it. Attaboy, Dominic. You know, I'll, I'll ignore the uh, the the baby because you put push a T in there. Thank you. Kind of surprised me, to be honest. Nice. Uh, but uh, Adam Cole defeats Jay Lethal in a uh, an ROH classic. They talked about the history that both these two men have. Cole is up four to two on the career series. Uh, distractions and whatever at the end caused Lethal to lose. I mean, I don't think he needs that. I think he just had Cole beat Jay Lethal clean. I don't really think there's that much heat in a distraction, low blow finish. Just have Adam Cole get the win, especially if you are building to another title match. Jay Lethal hasn't done anything on Dynamite. Just have Adam Cole beat him. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, but Jay Lethal is also, I think they're trying not to hurt him too much. So you do the distraction helps a little bit right i just think at this point people just roll their eyes there's no heat in it i think people just see it as a distraction finish they don't see it as the heel doing underhanded tactics hmm. it's like oh they're just booking herself out of this one no i don't know i just don't even i don't really pay attention anymore i just say you know what who won who lost okay cool bye see you later then we get a Sammy Guevara Ty Conti promo uh, reflecting on the attack loss a couple weeks ago. And um, I thought this was a debacle. I thought it was terrible. Uh, Sammy Guevara, the baby face saying, uh, yeah, who cares about a title? I just want holy shit chance. And I just want to do crazy stuff and impress you guys, the fans. And uh, then Dan Lambert comes out and Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page are there and yeah, I I know they kind of replaced Sammy and Ty uh, for or replaced Brandy and Cody for Ty and Sammy, but I just think <laughs> they're just getting like the same amount of reception and the same type of heat that uh, they were that Brandy and Cody would get in this type of feud. Yeah, I just Sammy does not come across well at all as a babyface, and I mean we I know you're not really on wrestling Twitter that much and kind of seeing the way they act, but they're just kind of taking their character and just kind of the fuck you. I don't care. I'll, you know, fuck the haters. Yeah. 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 Off the Twitter. And they bring it to the, onto television and they just are not likable. Like, I think Ty was a good baby face when she was with, you know, negative one and Anna J, but then she's just kind of doing the same shtick that Sammy's doing. It's not a good look for either of them. I mean, like, I just, I, I, I agree with, with Ty being with negative one and, and Anna J. Like, I agree that she was doing fine with, but I, I haven't really cared for Ty since the whole when she ran out and like chest bumped Jay Cardgill. Like, she's, oh, I'm next, bitch. Like, I've never liked her since. Like, I've fallen off a little bit. And like I said, like you said, Sammy's just like, they're not very, they don't really have it to be in that position. Am I not right? Like they don't have that, that like 
I'm not going to say wow factor, but like they don't, they're missing something for, for me to be like, like, Oh shit, they're coming out. You know, like there's something I just can't put my finger on it. Yeah. I mean, Sammy as a face isn't working. I mean, them as a couple, they just, I think they just kind of bring the worst out of each other in terms of like the way they carry themselves on television. Like it's like, Oh you know, We're, we're both hot and we have sex and we're just so cool and we're better. Not it's almost kind of like MJF, like, Oh, we're better than you guys not exactly the fans but kind of like the heels and yeah, yeah it's uh not a good look from them and uh, it's going to be interesting what happens uh with the match because it looks like they're building to some sort of mixed tag with page van zandt whether it's scorpio sky or ethan page or someone else um we we shall see but we shall see yeah, then uh, sticking with the women's division, Layla Hirsch defeats Red Velvet. I don't know why Layla Hirsch and Chris Statlander continue on with this feud that never ends, but uh, they're still doing it. Mm. No well, one hurts all can ask for, right? Cool. Uh, speaking, we talked about Jake Cargill a little bit, Dominic did. Uh, she had another backstage promo continuing with the 30-0, and 0, the quest to 30-0, and 0, and she's planning a parade, a party for uh, when she gets to 30-0, and 0. Uh, really going over with like the green gimmick. Um, I always just kind of looked at it like green, like money, but then I heard someone kind of talk about, it's kind of like an inside joke of her taking the term green of her not knowing how to wrestle and kind of flipping it on its head. So I kind of felt like an idiot. Cause I think that is where they're going with it, but I think she's doing such a great job of masking it of like, Oh, you know, I'm fucking green, like money, which makes sense. So shout out Jade. I think she's doing fantastic character work. Obviously, in the ring, still needs some work to be done, but I'm liking where she's heading right now. I mean, I like the fact that she put on, she put a tweet out saying like, "All you baddies, send me pictures of your whatever," and then like, Dominic is here for all the thirsty pictures, maybe. But I think it's funny that shout out Abaddon. They're not. They're not. Uh, I, I went through up. some of them, and some of them weren't the best. But yeah, I, I like how. They're like the ones she liked were like, oh, send me your information and whatever. And, and, you know, there's some, you know, she didn't reply to some. Yeah. You know, whatever. It's, just, it's funny. Hey, good thing the studio audience wasn't here. Dominic just thirstfully looking through Jade Cargo's replies when she's asking for all the baddies. All the baddies stand up. Pretty much. You know, maybe Curveball's the cherry shots to do that. See what happens. Ask for the baddies to stand up and see what we can get. Probably not a good look. Well, the studio audience isn't on. She's not on Twitter. So, I mean, you, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying. Mm. Anyways, we got the, uh, well, not the main event. We got Thunder Rosa and Vicky Guerrero kind of in a promo battle, even though Thunder Rosa really didn't say anything. She gets attacked by Nyla Rose. So, looks like we're getting Nyla versus Thunder. Um, Vicky was d- very irritated and degraded with the excuse me shtick. Uh, she kind of went the JBL route, route and said, uh, yeah, you know, get out of my country or get out of my state. You don't belong yeah. here. Go back nice. to Mexico, which was kind of a wild move. But uh, yeah, I thought Thunder, this could have been like, you know, Thunder's one week or one promo to shine and just, you know, be a champion and be happy. But once again, you cut up if you're like a backstage on the stage promo, you're going to get attacked because that's just what happens in AEW. Yeah, I mean, I thought, I mean, Vicky is, uh, the term I'm looking for? Annoying? Is that about right? Grading. Yes. Be a little nicer. But I mean, I, I mean, I thought it was fine. I mean, I don't see why they're going straight to Nyla for Thunder Rosa, but. She just yes. always seems like the 
first person on the list to lose. You know, first title defense is always Nyla. Which is sad because I think she's so much better than that, but okay. Former AEW Women's Champion Nyla Rose. Exactly. First ever Women's Champion, right? First ever. Uh, no, that was Rio. You sure? Was it Rio? I don't know. Now you're making me second guess myself. Nah. Well, I'm fucking looking it up now. Great audio. Great audio, everybody. I, mean, I don't know why you're looking it up. I mean, it's no because point. it was Riho. She won on October 2nd, 2019 on, Dis- on Dynamite in Washington, D.C. And then on February 12th, Nyla Rose won. And then who beat Nyla Rose? Uh, uh, um, um, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Britt Baker. No, that would be Hikaru Shida. Oh. Then Britt Baker. Then Thunder Rosa. Oh. No. Yes. Hikaru Shida, still the longest reigning champion in 372 days. Nice. Shout out to Shida, the pandemic Shout champion. Out. All right, finally, in the main event, we get Jericho and Danny Garcia taking on uh, John Silver, not Adam Silver, and Alex Reynolds. Uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society did a little promo work beforehand, uh, before the match, and also like a segment earlier. Uh, Jericho and Garcia get the win. Um, it was a, a, a fine match, kind of a weak dynamite main event, but I thought overall this was kind of on the weaker side of a dynamite, but it was, you know, still a good show overall. I mean, it was a, uh, decent match. Can't really complain too much. Um, overall show was a, you know, C plus B minus, you know, somewhere in that range. I think, uh, they could really, you know, not their best show, not their worst show, decent show, big show, go well. big show. And yeah, I, I'm trying not to fall asleep again. Why not? I mean, again, even if already fell asleep once on this podcast. No, but Played enough well. I had to, uh, I had to move because oh, I was going to fall asleep on the couch. Oh, that would have been a great. That would have been a great way to end the podcast. Just Dominic snoring into his microphone. Yeah, I got. Or he's muted, and then I don't hear him, and then I yell at him, and then I frantically wake him up. Yeah, but I, you know, I have to wake up at three to take her to work, and you know, have a long day. We got because Studiana can't drive herself. Dominic has to drive her. Yeah, I mean, you gotta go it's to, a whole thing. Got to go see Grandpa again because my aunts and aunt uncles in town. Then we got to go to a baby shower in San Ramon. So just oh, oh, I'm not invited to a baby shower, but I'm invited to the. I mean, if you want to go, want to get drunk nah. on Saturday and Sunday. I mean, nah, I'm already, I'm already skipping practice to go to a brunch that might not even happen. Who knows? I might get canceled last minute because you know it's happened before. Not the brunch, just you know plans. I'm surprised you're not canceled yet. Yeah, it'll well, happen if you want to get canceled or not. Hopefully, you don't want to get canceled because you know who wants to do that nowadays. Um, but you guys should definitely send us a question at curveballncs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, curveballsncs, Instagram, curveballsncs, Facebook, curveballs and share shots, YouTube, curveballs and share shots, uh, TikTok, curveballs and share shots. Uh, you know, maybe we make an OnlyFans curveballs and share slut. Just saying. Maybe, maybe. Just saying. Shout and, out uh, uh, Natalia's sister, just started an OnlyFans. Shout out Tony Storm, just started an OnlyFans. 
you know, I, I'm just throwing it out there. Why don't we sell farts in a jar for 50 bucks a pop? I mean, I don't think you can just ship weapons of mass destruction like that through the post <laughs> office, Dominic. I mean, we'll, 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 uh, we'll, we'll, we'll put like a filter on it or something like that. You know, we'll call it a fart bomb. Okay. You know, I've been, been pretty good by drinking my protein shakes uh, recently. These last uh-huh. couple of days, Dominic, mm-hmm. um, I think I've been having some, some Dominic farts. It's been just mm-hmm. been kind of no, nasty. I, just, I can't wait. I, I, I think, I hope we go for sure Sunday now. Well, I, I, I'm not going to have a protein shake on Sunday. I think you should. And then drink some mimosas and then just let them rip. Okay. That's definitely going to happen. It happens. Okay. 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 Thank you guys very much for tuning in. No run-ins from Ted, studio audience, the mascot. Everyone was nice and quiet. Everyone's tucked away in the little Betty Bites while we're here slaving away. But uh, this was fun. That was a good episode. Good job. Round of applause, everybody. Uh, thank you, Mr. X and Johnny Roca and Joshua underscore Guma 15 and Ty Gundy 27 and Big Fluff 13 and everyone in between. Goodbye and good night. Uh, bye-bye. Evolution is a mystery.